few times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Episode 136, to be precise. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dan Ramirez, and uh, we're a week shy. We've been gone for a week, so <laughs> let's catch up. How y'all been? Y'all look great. Y'all smell great. Look at you. Look at you, especially you right there. God damn, you're looking good and smelling good, you crazy son of a bitch. What are you wearing? Are you wearing like a Jovan Musk? What is it? What is it? What are you wearing high karate? What is it, man? You got some jupe going on this morning? I don't know. Oh my goodness. But I, Look at this dude. <laughs> you rocking that eternity? Got some curve on? CK1? CK1. Cool water? Fucking <laughs> colognes, man. Welcome, everybody. Dude. dude. <laughs> Off to a good start. Just talk about colognes. Gee, I bet you if I wore CK, one day I'm going to wear cool water and go on a jog and see the looks I get. If people like when I walk by, they're like, whoa. We also forgot a couple. Let's see. How about uh, Polo? Oh, Polo. Yes. Dracar. Dracar Noir. Yeah. That is the uh, universal cologne of the douchebag, by the way. I don't think I've yes. ever met anyone that wore Dracar that wasn't just a, like, like a gross douchebag. Yeah. Dracar is one of those that... Uh, I, I remember I wore it in high school at boarding school, and I thought I was a G. <laughs> I was not, in fact, a G. You were a douche by my definition. I was, and then I wore Michael Michael Jordan's cologne. Never smelled that one. Was it good? It smelled very nineties. It smelled like nineteen ninety six. Is it me? Because I've kind of like fallen off of the cologne train. So I'm curious: was cologne bigger a few years ago than it is now, or is it still just as big? And I'm just out of the loop. It's big. It was big. It just, for some reason, there was, you did sense it right. There was a, I don't know if it was a backlash to it, but there were all of a sudden these articles came out talking about why do you wear cologne? People that wear cologne or did it. I was like, wait, what happened? Did I miss it? Because I was big in, in, in like, in, in, in certain communities, cologne is big. Like you smell good when you walk in. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, you, you smell good. But I think, now it's just like a thing where it's just like, no, and COVID didn't help. Well, since you're not around anybody, you're like, I'm not wearing cologne to go to Costco. I'm not wearing cologne to go to Safe Mart. So now your cologne is just sitting there kind of chilling and doing nothing. You know? No one, dude, do you hear that, Dan? What? I hear lots with you, but what am, what am I hearing? Okay. It was what, like 19 years old. Uh, maybe 20. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They don't. But then if I don't answer people, listen, if I don't answer in the first few knocks, just move on. Unless we know each other. Yeah. Don't do the Hollywood knock where you knock for 10 minutes. (laughs) Thank you, dude. Do not do. I mean, unless I am living in a palatial estate where you're like, I don't know if the sound travels far enough for (laughs) this man. To have heard the first few knocks. Then I get it. But in my house now, just trust I heard it. And I just don't want to answer the, the door. You are the neighborhood musician, though. So maybe people just know, you know what? that you got a little studio going making, on. Maybe maybe point. maybe I should point. knock one more time because this guy might be making the record of the year over here. You know what, dude? You make an, a fantastic point, Dan, that I had not considered yet. I'm just saying. That's probably what it is, dude. 
gee, did I tell you about my car? No, no. What happened? <laughs> so I I washed my car last week and uh, I started up and it sounds weird, but sometimes you're wondering, it probably always sounds like that. I just don't notice. So I drive to Belle's house and I get out and afterwards I start it up again and she's like, her dad's a mechanic. She's like, that doesn't sound right. I'm like, yeah, I'm starting it up after it's cold. So I get like a mile down the road and it just conks out. What were you like? What did you hear? It goes. And I was like, oh, it's staying on. So we're good. So like it's sputtering. Yes. When you start it, it's not idling correctly. No, it's idling, but it's going up and down in the idle. Hmm. Okay. And so I continue on and all of a sudden it just conks out and it feels like it keeps on wanting to start back up because the lights are going on and off. Yeah. And I'm like, what the crap is happening? So I get it to the shop the, like on the that, that Monday. That happened on Saturday. Fuel injection. And fuel pump. Dude, you totally got it. <laughs> that is so weird. Hey, when you have <laughs> shitty cars for so long, you start knowing these. You, you, could have come, you could have been like, it went, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. If you're telling me what that thing is doing, I bet you I can guess what it is. Because my car crazy. sucks. <laughs> Gee, bo- even the tow truck driver was like, I don't know what's wrong with it. And so Belle let me use her car. She had another one. And I, uh, I get it on Monday. They're like, yeah, the fuel pump went out. And no, nobody knew what it was. It was a mystery until the mechanic got it. He's like, yeah, fuel pump. And I was like, oh, how much is that going to hit? And he looked on the computer. He's like, well, it looks like you, 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 when you bought the car, you got an extended warranty. Ooh. I was like, did I? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, then probably my, I was so paranoid that at that point, I was like, you know what? Just give me everything. When we're talking in the 27,000, just give me what else you're going to go ahead. Dude, it what worked else? out for you, though. It worked out majorly. And then I only had to pay for the diagnostic. I go to get my car a few days later. The guy's not there that is handling my business. And so this dude's running around. He's like, look, we can't find your guy. Are you taking care of him? I'm like, I'm not really sure. I think I'm supposed to. You know what? We'll call you if we need anything. And I just leave without paying for the diagnostic. Well, then that's a really good deal. It is a fantastic deal. And then I can't see. Sorry, but I can't see how they're going to charge you if you have an extended warranty. You have they did not because you paid for the service, so you should be good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so a few days later, I'm like, "Well, this was an interesting week. Got my car back, and then I go to I'm going to Food Max, and I'm like, you know, I normally take this route to Food Max. Let me take a different route (laughs) for fun, for craps and giggles. Mix things up, right? Thank you." I make a turn and I hear this pop. And I'm like, that's probably in my head. <laughs> so I go, I go into Food Max and shop and I come back out. I turn on my car and this alert comes on for my tire. And I'm like, oh, I got to freaking put air in my tire. I get out and I hear a. Jesus, man. Gee, I'm like, this week is interesting. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep a positive attitude. You know, this thing at the mechanics worked out well, you know, whatever. So I, I take my car in to get a new some tires and the guy comes out. He's like, I was going to get a patch. He said, dude, your tires are done. <laughs> Look at you with your patch. That's cute. Gee, he's like, your tires, all of them. How long have you? I was, I was that like, was oh, going to be my question. How long has it been? I've never had new tires on this car. Dude, I've known you for <laughs> six years. <laughs> 
forgot to do that. Jesus Christ, Steve. You're trying to kill yourself? <laughs> He's like, uh, he said, it's been 65,000 miles. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he said, well, they did their job. You probably today. <laughs> it would be wrong of me to even patch this. And I was like, okay, how much is it going to be? And he's like, 750. Oof. I was like, but I didn't have to pay for the mechanic thing. So right. I'm like, you know what? This makes it's fine. Give me my new tires. It took two and a half hours. But I, you know, I made a, you know, me and the guy had a good conversation about his son. And, and I, his, I, I was like, <laughs> Are you standing he, next to him as he's changing your tires? No, he's in front. And I was bored. So I walked up. I was like, How long have you been working here? Uh. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know about this long. And I look at the guy next to him. I was like, You guys got the same name. He said, It's my son. I'm like, Oh, I did one of those soprano joys. <laughs> look at this guy with the son over here. <laughs> I I said something similar to that. I was like, look at this guy with the son. And I was like, hey, man, how you like working here? The son was like this and that or whatever. I said, my son got a job too, but man, they get to keep their money. And the dad was like, he pays for his insurance. He pays part of his phone bill. He pays rent and he pays lights and he pays for his own gas. Oh, he's got it on the lights. That's good. I said, what? Dad's doing it right. Gee, I was like, how old is he? He's like 19. Dad's doing it right. Gee, I said, I'm flipping. Dude. I'm tra- he said, he said, you, when they get a job, you should have made it a point right then that they are going to start putting snaps on all that stuff. 100% said, right. 100%. And so he said, when you get home, you need to think about this because you're training your kid about how life is. And I need, you need to do this. So we had a good little talk before I left. I was like, huh. Thank you, tire man. Yes. I was like, I didn't pop my tire. I never had this conversation. Never meet these cool people. Yeah. And you know why I thank the tire man? I don't know this person. The thing is, is that people are agreeing with me. And I love that because. Isn't it good? Well, the thing is, it's not. I mean, I don't always have to be agreed with. But in this particular situation, I'm sort of the minority in the house. I have been trying to get the snaps coming my way <laughs> to get some some pay on the light. And I'm always getting. The, oh, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. But this was months ago, dude. And I think maybe I've gotten a hundred bucks. Maybe. That's a good amount of money. For. Four or five months? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's that's not a lot of money. I said a couple months, but it's like four or five months. No, dude, that's like a freebie. And oh, I'm trying to have this conversation, and I'm not trying to put anybody into a corner, but not getting a lot of support on this. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're, you're yeah. I get. And but how much in your ideal world? Two hundred dollars a do month. You do. Whew, that's some money, bro. No, it's not. It's fifty bucks a week. Yeah, that's true. And you, he's he's 21 yeah. years, going to be 22 in March. Oh, snap. So you're trying to tell me like that. when I yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm the nice guy. Like you I'm not trying nice I'm guy. not trying to be like, listen, when I was 18, because when I was 18, I did move out for a while. This is but, true. And I didn't ask for money for rent. You know? I didn't do I'm not saying be me. That's the last thing I want this kid to be is me. But at the same time, I know that it's possible. And if you're working and you have like a, a job where it's it's not necessarily yeah. full-time, but it's more than part-time. Yeah, I think you can afford 50 bucks a week. I don't think that's asking too much. And did you talk to him about this? I did months ago. And then <laughs> it say? just, uh, I just didn't get any support on it. Like I got, I think I got 50 bucks a week for two weeks. And then it was just like, oh, something happened. I'll get you next week. And then it never happened. And I'm not going to be like a loan shark, break no. my kids' thumbs, you know? We're, okay, this is the thing. We're different this guy is a guy from the, he's our age. He's like 43, 44. Mm-hmm. I appreciate and that. he's Steve, from thank you. that old, like, this is what it is. 
either you're doing this or you're doing this. You're going to college or you're getting a job and you're paying me the snaps. Yep. One of the two. Old it's, school. It's not a possibility. His dad was probably the same way. Absolutely. He's like, and he was, when I said, you know, my son's 19, he said, oh, no, that's more than enough age. Right there? And he, I was like, yeah, he's making like money at Taco Bell. He's like, oh, game over. If he's working full time, it's game over. You need to be charging that boy because it'll make him go. He'll ensure that he'll go yeah. to college. He'll leave. He'll be like, well, shoot, I might as well. Be like, yeah, don't let him lounge because he's just going to lounge and never. Uh, the good thing is that he really wants to go to San Diego. But look, I'm not going to pay a bunch of stuff when you're at San Diego State. I'm just not, dude. Dude, Can't. that's oof, That's going to be expensive, bro. Does he Jeez. have scholarships? Yes, he has got, but still, he has to pay. Those scholarships don't cover food. Food per semester is like $5,000. God damn. That's not that yeah. much when you think about it, really. Uh, I mean, think about what, you, well, I don't know. I've, I've 5, hung out with you thousand. multiple times, and I've never seen you put food in your mouth. So I don't know about that. That's how not the, true. How the Remember Hudson's we work. we went to Jack London Square. Jack London Square. Jack London Square. Yeah, not, what is Jack London Square? Isn't that in Oakland? Oh, the yeah, yeah. Okay, I did see you eat some French fries. That's right. Actually, those I've seen so you. Good. I've only seen those. you eat French fries. Matter of fact, sorry oh, to like go off on tangents, but yeah, Universal Studios, same thing. Just French fries. So what I'm saying is, maybe he eats like you, so he doesn't need five thousand dollars. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Every day I come home, pizza, Taco Bell, and mm-hmm. I was like, bruh, listen. Hey, that Taco Bell's free too. It happens quick though. Yeah. And next does. thing you know, you look in the mirror, you're like, what in the world? It happened. I think fast. I put on 25 pounds when I worked at Taco Bell when I was a kid. I needed to because I was a rail, but like I, I filled out working there. I will say he brought me a, um, a, a cheese quesadilla. I forgot how good those things were. It's just cheese and a tortilla, man. I know, but they do it so well. Uh, authentic, huh? Just like the, They're, just like across the border. Well, you know what? Here's what I will say: the um, Ensenada. The Ensenada um, quesadillas were some. I ate their their street food, and I'm fairly sure I still have a parasite to this day. <laughs> when did you go to Ensenada? Uh, oh, for graduation? Uh, uh, yeah, for um grad, uh, not grad night, but for um spring break. Oh, oh, debauchery, bro. What did you do, Steve? Did you did you put on sombrero? Get crazy? Uh, we did. We're. I'm gonna have to tell you that offline. We did. We did debauchery, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> we, if you're 19. You think the world. 18. You think the world is in front of you, bro? Which it is. Yeah, you know, you're right. It is. I never got the chance to do that though. I screwed up. I think I told this story once. I won't tell it again. But yeah, I got in trouble my senior year, so I never got to take my senior vacation. Oh. So I never got to do the debauchery that I think I deserved. You you weren't a debauchery guy. You kind of kept Bruh. a straight and narrow and nah. got into school and became an nah. in like what you do now. You are so wrong. <laughs> you are so, so wrong. You I'm know, saying like debauchery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Trust One day me. we're going to have to talk about it offline. We'll have to compare notes and I'll be like, yeah, I did that on Oh, a, no, on no, a no. Wednesday. My notes are terrible. My I, notes are terrible. My, no, my notes are, are like, like I know friends that have had, they went to like the Bunny Ranch. I chickened out. You could have gone to the Bunny Ranch? Absolutely, Jay. Yeah, you chickened out. You know what though? Yeah, but you'd, you'd have been time, paying too like much. Twelve hundred dollars was a lot of money. It's still a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> it's so crazy how much inflation has increased over the years. Yes. What was I watching? Yes. I think it was. I think it was the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, it was the Queen's Gambit, and uh, she was trying to get that house 
that she was raised in from her her uh, adopted yes, father. Yes. And he's like, "Well, you got seven thousand dollars." She's like, "What? <laughs> like seven thousand dollars? Egad! Could you imagine? Could you imagine Dude. if you bought your house for seven thousand dollars?" That is so. And here's the funny thing: like I'm I'm reading that uh, the People's History of the United States, and they're talking about like Rockefeller mm-hmm. and how these uh, Carnegie how they were making like $40 million and $100 million a year. And I'm thinking, that is such an insane amount of money. Now. Right. Back then? Then, G- Back then, you're a god. You're a freaking god. They were gods. <laughs> That's why they're like, the robber barons were gods, dude. These people were on a different level. When you own railroads, that's like, oh, I own the mode of which you do everything. I said, wow. How much money <laughs> to put it into modern perspective wouldn't that kind of put them in the bezos camp oh no question i mean they were it's like 40 million dollars was just and then people were making like at a certain point it was like oh we had profits of a billion i'm like when rockefeller makes a billion dollars people back then probably were just like i can see why they had like massive riots because they're like this person shouldn't have this much money because at the time, I don't know if they're like, oh, a billion what? That's a thing? With a B? That's what you with said, with a, a B. Ex- exactly. With a B? And I can't afford bread? Are you crazy? But yeah, they those, man, gee, like, when I saw that Queen's Gambit, I was like, but even then, if a young, if a young woman that was living by herself, playing chess, was messing with seven racks, I'd still be like, that's impressive. You play chess and you made one with seven thousand dollars. I gotta learn chess. Gee, she played. You know, it's funny. I had to look it up to see if it was a real story because that's how convincing it was. I did too. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I was almost disappointed. Like, oh, so was I because I was like, oh. But then it. He said he based it on stuff. Well, I don't think that the name Bobby Fisher would be that important. Not that I follow Bobby Fisher, but I'm just saying, I don't think the name would be that important in the chess world if this other person existed if there was a beth uh uh oh god i just forgot her last name carmen harman beth, beth harman yeah, yeah 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 that's it if there was a beth harman it would be true. bobby fisher beth harman it wouldn't just be you know one or the other you know what you're totally right i mean it, that, I, did you ever watch searching for bobby fisher nope i really honestly have never been interested in chess and i don't know why this lured me and outside of gail going you got to watch this because I just, I don't, it's not that I think it's stupid or anything. I'm, I'm the stupid one. I don't understand it. So really, that's what it is. I just like, I, I'm not going to understand it watching this. So, you know, I just well, never I mean, watch anything. Does anyone in your family love play chess? Ben plays chess or he knows how to play chess, but that's it. You should learn. My son was in chess club and I asked him to play. I like teach me. He said, it'll take me three minutes to teach you. I'm like, but how do I get good? He's like, yeah, there, there's the problem. He's like, I could teach you in no time, but you have to play people and I can't play you because it would not ju- just not be fair. And I'm like, I could see that. He's like, play online, get like at levels online and computers and they could play you. He's like, but I could teach you the rules. We just haven't sat down to do it. I tried that one time online on my phone, but it didn't teach me shit because it was basically like, okay, now move here. You know, it was just telling oh, me, dude, this. Didn't tell me why it didn't teach me strategy. It was just like, you can move here. That's your, that's your that one doesn't move. help at all. My, my chess was connect four. I used to play over and over and over and over and over again, dude. I don't think that's it, chess. It kind of is. It's, <laughs> it's chess if you are bored in the middle of class and you, have, you did your homework early. And I would just sit there, dude, 
and over and over again play. I had like the little tiny travel pack that I had in my backpack. <laughs> and I'd be like, who wants some? <laughs> who wants some? <laughs> 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 don't, don't fuck with him. He's the Connect Four master. <laughs> I heard about this dude, man. He came from that other junior high. I can't even get a word out. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Gee, I for real was like, who wants some, homie? I will connect all your fours. Let's uh, do it. Oh, God. Steve running the connect four game. One, <laughs> I had that one trick where you put three and you'd have a, a thing on both sides and the person would be like, where should I go? I'm like, oh, it's over. It don't matter what oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's why he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I was I thought I still to this day loved Connect Four. I still love Connect. It's a Four. fun game. It's just absurd. You're making it sound like you were Bobby Fisher of the Connect Four. Yeah, I thought world. I was a G. I thought I was a G. Like now, now <sighs> I think my chess is like if someone's like, I got dominoes, I'm like, no, you don't. Those are my dominoes at this point. If you put them on the table. It's been a hot Those minute since I've played that, but I would enjoy playing a game of dominoes with you, sir. It's really fun. And the thing is, the older, like older generations know how to play dominoes. Like you put one domino down, they know what your whole hand is. They're like, oh, you must be holding those blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, these guys know how to play. These guys, I remember getting whooped up by a Hispanic dude. He was like 70. Gee, it was, I was like, I might as well not even open this freaking car, this box of dominoes. He just was he destroyed me. Yeah, they it see they see zone. every single play they can make by the time you just put that down and you're no just starting question. to contemplate what you might do next. No, and the weird thing is he didn't hold like I held it in my hands. He had it like um <laughs> I couldn't even slam the dominoes because he had them uh like balanced on their sides. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to tear this old man up." He's like, "Easy Wrong. ice cube." <laughs> Quit slamming the goddamn dominoes. <laughs> slam but he, he destroyed me and he's just like good game the slamming and of dominoes does come from uh boys in the hood correct no we were slamming them before that you were slamming you were pre-slamming pre-boys well, in the hood? i mean everyone i've ever watched when i was a kid play but it wasn't like you only slam them when you score yeah. you don't slam them now you slam every domino <laughs> i never heard of it the slamming until boys in the hood domino and motherfucker that was so funny dude i forgot about that man that was and and now you have to have like special we if you someone's like hey let's play dominoes and they bring out a glass table you're like oh no no this isn't no bring us a freaking table table and if they bring you one that has cushions on the top you're like nope you can't hear the slam we need something <laughs> solid where you could hear the slap a domino table and then we could play I need to teach my son dominoes. And this person with the tables is just going okay okay I'll be right back right and they're just running back and oh, forth with various tables. Don't I wish? Don't don't I? There is not. It's funny. I'd be like, look, I guess you ain't playing dominoes then. We're just not playing. Dude, there is not one friend I have who has the wife of, can you get me something to drink? And they come back with a drink. <laughs> ain't cold enough. I don't have a friend married to that person. They'll be like, the refrigerator's there. Every, which is great. No matter what? Or when there's no. company? Oh, dude, in general, like if I'm just like, if, if he's like, uh, if I say, I would not to one of my friend's wives be like, hey, can you get that table from the... No, 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 no. We have gone so far from that that it'll be like, it would be like, what did you... Why? Why wouldn't you just get up and go get it? Anything I could get up and go get, I wouldn't ask that. It's so ridiculous in my brain at this point. I don't know how men used to be like, hey, put that whatever, whatever the deuce in the fridge. I, 
No, I couldn't even imagine that at this point. I have this homie who's um, he's super old school. He was born in Mexico. He's not a chauvinist, but they are super old school. So it's like, I'm going to handle, maybe it is chauvinist, I don't know. But it's like, I'm going to handle all of the work and shit. You don't need, this is an agreement, by the way, between the two of them. So it's not like, but I want to go to, no, 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 no. This is what you're doing. It's not like that. But it's like, okay, I've got all the work. I will work two, possibly three jobs, and I'll just work it with no complaint. You handle all of the kitchen and home stuff and cooking and all that shit. And when I'm home, I won't do a single thing. I'll just let you do it. I couldn't live like that. I'm, and I don't necessarily feel like this person. I know this person is a very, it's not very a bad. If it's no, no, no. And it's, it's, it's fully, it's like, it's an arrangement. Like they're yeah, okay with that. It's fine. Yeah. I don't think that shit would fly in the, uh, the majority. You know what I'm saying? Especially these days, but they seem to be quite happy with it, but I don't think I could do that. I don't think that I could just sit there knowing that shit needs to be done and being like, well, I did my part. So good luck with that. I don't think I could do that. You don't think you could, uh, if, if I got with, if, if someone like say Bell was like, I want to do all the housework. I want to be here yeah. and don't do anything when you get, I'm, I would be perfectly fine. Well, I tried it because I was like, well, that's kind oh, of a, well, no, okay. but it, you got to understand again, I'm trying to say this, this is not like some kind of misogynistic shit. It was an arrangement. So I'm like, well, yeah, let's try this out. So back. So when I was talking to this guy, it just so happened that Gail wasn't, um, she had just lost her job. And I said, listen, if you want, I've got these two jobs where we don't really, same thing, same scenario, basically. I said, so do you want to just handle all the house stuff and I'll take care of work and we'll just go that way? Yeah, let's try that out. And we did it for a few years, but I could not, I couldn't just like come home and like keep my end of the deal, so to speak. I had to get up and, you know, vacuum, so do the dishes, guy, cook, yeah. you know, I got to yeah. do that kind of thing. Not all the time, of course, because technically it's an arrangement, right? But I just, I never felt right about like not helping out. But if people can do that, more power to you, I guess. And, and if your partner says, yeah, fine, you're doing your part, hey, rock and roll. It's an arrangement. If that's the arrangement, you, it's just like these uh, folks that are like, um, they're like, hey, I have three, three wives or whatever. I have three people that I'm involved with, and they all love each other, and they all understand. If you guys can do that, if, if you can do that, that is fantastic. Could you? For me, oh, no, dude. No, bro. That is whatever issues you have in a relationship times three, <laughs> bro. Okay. Let's take the, let's just make it really easy for you. You have found three of the most perfect people for you. And for that matter, for the, uh, for the three themselves, everyone is just in sync. It's, this is an, this is an impossible scenario, but everyone's getting along. There is no drama in the, in the way that you're speaking of. Could you do this? I know it sounds so easy. Huh? It sounds so easy world? when you yes, say it that. What are you way. talking about? Like, yeah, in this universe. And every Monday they would bring you a million dollars, Steve, and leave it on your porch. <laughs> oh your penis would grow four sense. inches. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. If someone said no, I'd be like, "You're lying," and your wife must be around. Yeah. That's what. Because I mean, even any woman would be like, "Perfect three perfect men that love you non." They'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I would go ahead and do. I would go ahead and do that thing." Uh huh. But yeah, I would, I would, but it's just, unfortunately, human beings. Yeah, it doesn't work that way in real life. It would, dude, it would be so, and man, could that go astronomically bad. And it's like, you know how, like, I'm sure you've had this at least once where maybe you, um, you're sensing that the bell's a little angry with you for some reason, a little oh, annoyed, yeah. and you're not entirely sure why, or maybe, I don't know if she's done this yet, but maybe she's given you a bit of the silent treatment or digging in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm using uh -huh. her as an example. Absolutely. Yeah. Now times that times three. I could see that being an issue. Huh? 
times three. Particularly if they all agree. So now you have three people pissed oh, off at you dude. for the same thing. Yeah, that would be. Dude. That's a lot. Dude. And, and I think well, most, well, most guys probably just think of, yeah, sex with three women. That's where it, that's what it all oh, creates no, to. Dude. That's really and what it creates you, to. You have to satisfy three different women. Ain't no problem there. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying they'd agree. I'm just saying in that <laughs> scenario, I'm up for the challenge. Oh, in the perfect world scenario. What I'm trying to say is that if you're going to go into something like that, you better be prepared to pack a lunch sometimes because you're going to need well, it. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I think if I wouldn't feel comfortable if Bell was like, hey, I'm bringing a friend of mine into the situation. I'd be like, what's going on between y'all? Oh, what's happening here? Like, what is it going on that I don't know about? A female friend? Yes. I, I'd be like, what, what's happening here? This I wouldn't fit. I I just like want to take it to the next level, Steve. I just think uh-uh. that I'm I'm playing the role of of the bell. Yes. I just want to take it to the next level. That's all. You're in. I just yeah. want to be able to share with you. Mm-mm. You're into her, and I'm not cool with it. She got to go. For me, I need to be the one that's like I need to know. Okay, he she's into me and me. Here's a situation with something like that, though. I don't think that one could ever. Like, if you're competing with a member of the opposite sex, how can you technically do that? You can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have no, the same parts, so you can't. You do not. So it's, it's you know, there's the emotional part of it, of course. And, and, and I'm not stupid. There's the physical part of it, too. But I'm just saying, technically, you can't really compete with something like that. No, I, and I would much rather be cheated on by with a, with my girl got with a woman because then I'm like, oh, I couldn't have competed with that. Right. With with a guy, you're like, oh no, he just is better at these a are all thing. these are all defense <laughs> mechanisms that we've taught ourselves over the year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you would just rather be like, oh, hey, I couldn't have, I could not have done what they're doing. All right, but with a guy, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, another scenario. Uh, late night, sitting by the fire, watching a movie. Maybe something similar to that comes up. Maybe a, a, a threesome or something like that. You're mm-hmm. watching on the screen. Yes. And she's like, you know what? I think I could do that just one time. And I would like to do that with you. And you're like, hold up. Maybe it's like two guys on the screen. You're like, no, no, no. She's like, no, 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 no. The other way. Just like just two women and, and like me, my friend, or a friend, and you. Just once. It's a fantasy that I want to have fulfilled. And then I would never ask for it again. What would you do? In this scenario, she is telling me that I have to, in this perfect world. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect world me. situation. She's not trapping me. She's not seeing if I'm into one of her friends. No, she's it's not. not tra- she's not trying to. Uh, no, no, no. She's not trying to like trap you, know. you into anything or get you in trouble or go, see, motherfucker, <laughs> exactly. I knew you were dirty. No, no, no. This is just like, hey, exactly. this is something that's been on my mind for a while since I was a teenager. Why not try it out? We're adults. Mm, I would go with no. Okay. That's a fair answer. I would go because I just couldn't. I, I, I couldn't imagine. I would not be able to look at our, your whole relationship changes at that point. You may think it doesn't. Everything is different now. Everything's different. Well, I never believe in the just once. G, listen. The just once is just a way to get your first, get your foot through the door, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What now? What would what would happen if like your son brought four women home and be like, "We are a family"? Would you be like, okay. <laughs> "I'd be like, you know what? Not a Christmas, you're not. Goddamn would expensive." You, but would you say, 
A, if it makes you happy, or would you sit him down and be like, this can go really, really well? Well, there's obviously a talk that's going to be had. I mean, it's not going to be like, cool, hello, new family. Yeah. <laughs> just want something to drink? But like, yeah, we got, we're got. we going to have to have a talk about this. But being that my kid's an adult, I, there's not a whole lot I could do about it. Now, if it would sit right with me, it would just be, I don't know. Oh, wow. I would probably really? be, no, I mean, I don't know. You're giving me this weird scenario, and, I, and I'm just trying to give you like my, my initial reaction. Yeah. I think I would just basically be like, look, we got to talk about this. Make sure he's good. You happy with oh, this? Good. Did you? Yeah. Is this your idea? You know what I mean? Are you getting <laughs> you getting railroaded into something that you not you should know about and you just don't? I don't know. I would have to definitely do some investigation on it. But all I, I mean at that point, all you can do is really give your advice, right? Your fatherly advice. That see that for me, I would just be worried. I'd be like, "Are you ready for four children?" Because that can happen. That can happen with one person, though, Steve. Exactly. And so I'm like, "Are you sure you're ready for the fallout?" Because if one gets pregnant and Another gets pregnant, and all of a sudden there's a split. You're paying child support for how many now? And my brain goes to the worst case. You know, on kind of the same subject, but really not. I think it's really cool when people have huge families like that, especially as you get older and you you know your your holidays are nice and big and everything like that. But good God, I was talking to a lady the other day. I went and bought a new Apple Watch, and uh, I was oh look at this brother got the one with the little cellular on it because you know. not Gee, that I need congratulations. that. Congratulations. 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 Thanks. I Dude, bought a watch. It's the <laughs> Steve's best so nice. Thing. Hey, I got an Apple Watch. Congratulations, man. <laughs> it's dope. Gee, I have turned away. I have gone to work, uh, came back home to get it. But you have a phone. I know, but the what you need the soon you're not gonna even look at your you're gonna always text through your phone through your watch. So you're, are you voice texting? Every time, dude. I don't like that, but I have done it before. Matter of fact, I you, texted you yesterday that way. Dude, see, so and you just got to remember, it doesn't know how to delineate so, certain words mm-hmm. from each other. Yeah. So you have to be like, you got to reread the. It's a lot of work. We'll see. It's a lot. Um, but now I'm so quick with it. I'm just like, yeah. Long story short, I had a Series 4 and it was just the Wi-Fi one or the uh, uh, Bluetooth one. Super cool. Yeah. But I just wanted to upgrade a little bit. But that's not the point of the story. Speaking of a big family. So I'm talking to this lady as she's getting my my plan all worked up and everything. And she's talking about. uh you know, just finding the right deal for your family and always kind of trying to pay attention to, we go through AT&T. So pay attention to what AT&T has to offer and, you know, switch your plans around and things like that. And she's, and I go, so you work here. That must be pretty cool to have a discount, right? You get a discount. She's like, we only get a discount on the service, not on the, uh, on the products themselves. And I said, well, that's still cool. She's like, yeah, because I've got 10 kids. Oh, <laughs> and I go, fuck. And she's like, they all need phones. I mean, oh my God. gee, I have a fam. I have a plan with four people on it. And granted, we're doing that installment plan. So it's a little more of an expensive payment right now yeah, because you're paying absolutely. off the phones. But for 10 people, gee, that must be one hell of a discount, bro. That's all I can say. I would be like, how are you having a conversation with me without crying? <laughs> Do you have like, a second? I would just cry 24 seven. She's like, I'm at work. That's why I'm not crying. I'm not, That's crazy. I'm not in that crazy ass madhouse of 10 people. 11 now, if you count the husband dude and she's like she just threw it out there like anyway or yeah. did she like man this is a beast no i mean i think that it's um i mean some people just love having big families so i don't think this was an issue i never you know what i would have had a big family if my mom didn't tell me she's like if you have another kid it will make up for maj <laughs> the next one <laughs> will be different <laughs> hold on what like, because Maj was so chill and quiet. She's like, if you have any more, 
the universe will make sure that that next one makes up for all the quietness. It was your wording that you, you confused me a little bit, but oh, now yeah, that I makes a lot how, more how sense. how it sounds now, yeah. And everyone I've, ta- everyone I've seen, if one is quiet, the other one is not. They're kind of a, hey, let's go. You know, they're that, and I just couldn't have, I, it just wouldn't have been, it'd be one of those, let me go ahead and drop them off at the fire station. This is us. Would you rather have fraternal twins or identical twins? Fraternal. Why? Because I I feel like I cheated. I'd be like, oh <laughs> man, you just duplicated one. That doesn't count as two. Give me a different one. <laughs> so which one's gonna be number? Was gonna be thing one and thing two? That's what you call them. Pretty much. I'd be like, this doesn't count as two children. This is one. We need another. I would rather have fraternal twins simply because identical twins they kind of freak me out a little bit. Oh, because of uh, Stephen King. No, just because like I've I've. I've, I'm thinking of one particular person well, and his brother, but they were those kind of identical twins where they would talk at the same time and say the same oh, thing. Geez. That's just freaky shit to me. I'm sorry. That is so weird. And, I, and also the parents that dress them alike. Yes. Why would you, they already look alike. That's where I was going next. They always have the same outfit on. So weird, dude. Maybe it's like, um, I don't know. Their names are like Mark and Michael. Dude. Or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, dude. Nick and and uh, what's another N word for Nick? You know what I'm trying to say. They both have like the same starting letter. Absolutely, and it's like, why can't it, I think of any name? Nestor. I couldn't think of a guy's name that started Nestor. with Nestor. You Nick. went with Nestor. Well, Nick and what else? Uh, Nick and oh, I guess Nestor. Was <laughs> That's all I can think of, dude. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> Hold on. Shout out to all the Nestors in the world. Um, come on. Wait I'm waiting. A <laughs> What was the jerk's name? Naven. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Nick, Naven, and Nestor. That's it. There we go. That's all you got. Yeah, but I have seen twins where for like a while in the school year, you're like, I just saw you over there. And finally you're like, oh, you have a twin. Because they look similar, but they act different and they dress different. I'm like, I could have sworn I just, oh, you have a twin. And you can tell they don't hang out. They want to be as far away from that whole thing as yeah. possible. I'm like, oh, I get it. You're like, I don't want to look in my, at myself every day. I just don't. Yeah, I'm not trying We're, to get that way. Yeah, I'm good. And I'm just like, yeah, I get funny. I just saw, yeah, okay, now I got you. But yeah, people that just walk around together and do everything together, like the Winklevoss twins. It's weird, man. The Winklevoss twins. I forgot you, about you those cats. Become a billion dollars to a billionaire together, and they're. It's just like this is so strange. We're on the same boating team, and we go to the same school. Yeah. I'm like you guys are weird. Or dude. like Nelson, the Nelson twins. Let's start a band together and dress and look exactly the same. That is weird, dude. Are there any other twin bands? Mm, I believe there's Even some fraternal. sibling bands, but twins. Not that's not that I'm aware of. Is Van is there another Van Halen in Van Halen? Is there another what? Van Halen in Van Halen, like is another guy? Yeah, yeah. The last... yeah there's Eddie and, and uh, Alex. Well, now there's I Alex. I didn't know there was another Van Halen. And technically, Wolfie was there too because he was the bass player. He was uh, Wolfgang was uh, Eddie's son. Is that right? Yeah. So he was in the band too. I did not know. And the Bon Jovi, he's the only Bon Jovi. Yeah, he's John Bon Jovi. There's no other Bon Jovis in the band. That's I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? Name, uh, ACDC. There were two youngs until one of them died. Malcolm and I Angus. I did not know. Uh-huh. Who else? Uh, who you else? can't name your son Angus. Why not? 
Angus is a good name. I think Angus is a strong name. It's a beef, G. Just like Kobe. Come on, G. Let's calm down. Yeah, well, both of the people that you're saying have weird names were highly successful. I mean, one of them, you know. You know what? You're right. Met his fate. But other than that. Angus... You would name you would have named Angus is on the the I'm not the saying it's in the conversation. I'm just <laughs> I'm not automatically ruling it out. Dude, Angus is definitely weird. Angus. I don't like, I, hey, my friend Angus is coming over. I'll be like, I'm probably not gonna go to that party. You think Angus I don't think Angus is weird. It doesn't have like a weird um it just it just rolls off the tongue for me. Angus? Yeah, why not? It's one letter from Angus. That's true. <laughs> That's true. This is very true. But I wouldn't think about that unless I had a friend like Steve Hudson pointing that shit out to me. That's not true at all. I probably would have gotten that the first time I spelled it. Hey, did you know? Of course. As I'm sending a Christmas card. Merry Christmas from the Ramirez. Hey, by the way, did you know that (laughs) if you take the G out of your name, it's anus? They're like, yeah, thanks. We got it. Never heard that one before. There has to be another brother. Well, okay, the Carpenters. Uh, Let's see. All the Jacksons. There's no twins there. No. Uh, Where are the Carp? No, uh, Carpenter was older than us. Milly Vanilli, no relation. No relation. There's no fraternal twins in the game? Identical Except or fraternal? Except for Nelson? Fraternal or identical? I think that's it. You know what, though? That I think this crazy. calls, and I'll even pause if I have to, but I'm going to have to just go to the old internet real quick because now I'm curious. Because I bet you there's one we're not thinking of that's like, oh, I didn't even know that they were fraternal twins. Here we go. Musician All twins. Right. That'll work, right? There we go. Yes. Twin musicians. List of twins. Conjoined twins. Oh, Jesus. That would be a hell of a band. <laughs> yes, it's true. I'm so happy to be stuck with you. Oh, that's a great. That's a. You know what? The funny thing is, Stuck On. That was a great movie. Stuck actually. On You. What if they just did covers? What? <laughs> <laughs> What if it was a conjoined twin cover band and all they did were songs like that? Stuck on you. All right, let's see. (laughs) Uh, Twin bandmates. Oh, it won't even fill out, so no one's Googled this. Uh Twin singers and musicians. Oh, I'm forgetting one, and I haven't even seen it yet. The Proclaimers. I believe they're twins. Are they? Oh, yeah. I walk 500 miles. You got that one. I was really expecting that. I've never heard that before. Yep, that one. And I didn't they do they didn't do um oh no that's not they they remind they could have sung the friends theme song though in my brain I think hold on that's it have you ever heard of the breeders no are they twins Kim and Kelly Deal uh yeah yeah twin sister Kim and Kelly Deal the breeders really mm-hmm. what do they sing. I don't think you've heard it, but I'll play it for you real quick because I'm certainly not going to sing it. Let's see. Have you heard of the Pixies? I have heard of the Pixies. Well, Kim Deal, I believe, was the one that was in the Pixies. So I'm just trying to give you a. Uh, oh, I thought that there. I thought that they were okay. Point of reference. I doubt you heard the song, but here you go. This is this was a big song in the '90s. Pretty good, right? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. Come on. I thought that was you. It 
If you don't know that, you haven't heard the song. I do know that song. Yeah, Cannonball, man. Oh, I know that song. I've heard it like on movies. Yeah, Cannonball. Everyone's heard this song. But honestly, it would not surprise me one bit if you never heard it. But yeah, twins. Gee, we're think we are missing one of the biggest twins ever. <laughs> I should know this. Yes, dude. Put down the computer. I'm not looking. Put down the computer. Okay. You gonna give me a hint? Yes, seventies. The seventies. Yeah. Humongous. Oh, 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 yeah. Fraternal. <laughs> yes. I'm a little bit country. No. No. Donnie Marie twins though. Yeah. I don't know if they're twins. Dude. I think Are they, they might be twins. Okay. Well, this is they're bigger than them. Jesus. Uh why can't I think? This is humongous. Give me a give me a genre at least. Uh disco. Disco. Oh. <laughs> Were they twins? Yes. Well, they weren't triplets though, right? No. So it would be Is it Barry and Maurice? Uh, let me see which ones are twins. I think it's Barry and Maurice would be the twins. I Because when I was looking at the list, I was like, oh, my God. Have you met my brother? He looked just like me. <laughs> it says, oh, Robin and Maurice. Robin and Maurice. How didn't I get that? Robin's dead. They Actually, Robin and Maurice are dead. Barry's still living. Aww. So I guess they were twins that way. Oh, that's. Yeah, that's true. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe the lifespan's similar. I wasn't trying. I know it sounded like a stupid joke, but I'm kind of wondering if there's some some. Uh, that is crazy. Some the sense beat, to I that. Did you know that? That they were twins? Yeah. I think at one time I did, but I didn't know it was. Uh, I I probably knew it was Robin and Maurice too, to be honest with you. But it's just not anything that I retained. That's crazy. I did not know the Bee Gees. That is crazy. Stop ganging <laughs> up on me. <laughs> that is such a. And they're good. I well, I like. Four of their songs. I probably like more if I listen to them. More. The Bee Gees. Yeah. Four of their songs. That's it. I I could I could I would like that that I'd say I'm putting this on repeat. Probably four. Mm. Oh God. Do I want to count? Maybe I don't like the Bee Gees as much as I thought I did. Because I know. Okay, hold on. First. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> we just took that right <laughs> turn, ladies and gentlemen. You know how it goes from here. You know how it goes from here. All right. So name me your favorite Bee Gees songs. Uh wow. Well, let's just go staying alive because it is a big one. Uh, that is tragedy. I'll throw in there. Tragedy? Yeah, tragedy. I did not know that that was them. <laughs> did someone else do that? Like my BG impression, by the way. Bro? I love it. Thank you. I love it. Uh, you should be dancing. I never heard that. Yes, you have. God damn it, Steve. Here we go. Oh wait, that's the Serbian mix, though. They did tragedy. Oh, Serbian. Oh, I thought a girls group did that. Is there someone named Serban? S-E-R-B-A-N? I thought it said Serbian at first. Not the case. Because these are all mixes. Tragedy, huh? Yeah, hold on. I got it for you, bro. I got you covered. Here we go. All right, coming up. New hit from the Bee Gees. It's a really good thing, I promise you. They're celebrating it right now. Oddly enough, though, it's called Tragedy. I don't know why, but here you go. Right now, I am on, I'm balancing on a tree, practicing my kung fu. I'll just get you this part, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Just listen. I've never heard this Let's talk over a little bit. Just watch how they just keep getting higher and higher. 
Not good enough, BG's Take it up one more. Mm, kind of feeling one more. That's just not good enough. Barry, help me out. One more. Kind of the same. There you go, buddy. Now, all three of you freaky motherfuckers, together. You never heard tragedy before? I thought this was a woman's group singing this. You so you've heard the song? I've heard the song. I thought it was like the like a like the freaking Pointer Sisters or something. Come on, the Bee Gees only sound like the Bee Gees, dude. I've only heard the um chorus. Oh, okay, all right. You know uh, how like on late at night when they're like the best of disco featuring, and they'd show like the choruses of all these songs. Hmm. That's yeah. the first time I heard on one of those commercials. Was the first time I heard um, "Hurry, don't be late." I can hardly, I can hardly wait. wait. And That's I was a like, badass oh, song. I like that. And then I I looked it up. That is a dope song. That's some 70s <laughs> lyrics right there. Friday night, I was late. I was walking you home. We got down to the gate and I was dreaming of the night. Wow, that's a lot. That is a mouthful. That is song. a lot you did. <laughs> Does it have to rhyme? No. Okay, let me write this joint. I want to make you understand I'm talking about a lifetime plan. Fucking 70s. It's a good song. It is a good song. Do you like jive talking? Of course I like jive talking. And I love the story behind jive talking. I don't know the story. I'm going to tell you the story, but I, I, I think I should do it to music. Mm, Who told the Bee Gees they were good enough to like make records? Check That's this crazy. out. Check this out. So Barry Gibb, he's on a road trip, right? Mm-hmm. He's driving down this, this road and he comes to a bridge. This is a true story. And uh, so he's listening to his wheels hit the grooves in the road rhythmically. Mm-hmm. And he hears this. Obviously, he doesn't hear this unless his car's like yours. That. Boom. Boom, as he's driving, and he just hears that beat. And by the time he gets to the end of the bridge, he has like the entire chorus in his head. Oh, let me hear the chorus. I've never, I don't think I've heard it. Jesus, such a 70s. It's so weird. How so good, though. I love the bass in the song. It's the last time you wrote a song while you're going over a bridge, Steve. Right here, though. Listen to this bass. Come on now. Come on now. That's hot. That's some shit right there, bro. I thought you were gonna say you was walking around a bridge and like people were walking by me, like, "Hey, man, say what you Jim." <laughs> I'm bringing back say Jim. I'm sorry. It just needs to be there. Say Jack. I wonder if I could find the original Say Jim. I bet you I could. I think you made it up. I don't know. Just give me two seconds. Pause. <laughs> it's worth it. The Say Jim is worth it. He says, that's a bad outfit. <laughs> wow. That is interesting syllable choice. Here we go. Say Jim. Woo! Excuse me. That's a bad outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Say, Jim, woo, that's a bad outfit. Woo. I think, I think they, they hired that, the writer for Monster Project. Oh, my God. What else did I see where there was someone that was just like, God damn it. You know what? The Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, uh, uh, yes. But something I recently watched. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it? Uh, hey, man. Was it spontaneous? Was it? 
What was the other one I just watched? Spontaneous was a a, a, a hair ticking over to that side. I can't remember, but I saw someone recently and it was just like, wow, you just took a page from the textbook of Say Jim. Hey, man. Oh, no. You know what it is? Huh. It's freaking Wayne. Wayne. Oh, really? Yeah, the black kid in that show is a little, a little on that, show? a little bit on the stereotypical side. He, you know, it's funny because I think it just depends on who's writing and who they like. There's certain people that can just write those characters. Certain people just can't. Well, you know how like you can get away with it sometimes. Yes, it definitely falls into that category on Wayne, but it's there. But it's nowhere think. near the camp of, like, say, uh, Monster, Monster Project. Project. That was insane, dude. Or Saturday Night, or uh, Saturday Night, A Nightmare on Elm Street. That was a uh, Was his a name? Lot. Kin- was it Kincaid? No. Was that his name? I don't know. What's Something up, like Freddy? That. You gang scared of you, Jack? Come on, sucker. I'm, like, I'm going to wear these breakdancer clothes that I got at Mervyn's. Bruh. And then he lived through the whole thing. He didn't even get hurt. He was the one cat that did not get even hurt. They had him so pegged, though, the way that they dressed, even the way they dressed him. He had on the the muscle shirt Dude. that had like the net on the inside. And he was chubby. Yeah. I was like, he's not even muscular. But he's strong, Steve. Strong like bull. In the dream, he was. I don't think in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. Gee, there's a lot. You know what? I'm tripping. Bee Gees do have songs. Yeah, they've got a ton. Oh, we kind of got off the subject. Yes, but there's so many. So I don't even know where to start. Night Fever, You Should Be Dancing, Staying mm-hmm. Alive, yep. How Deep Is Your Love. How Deep Is Your Love by itself. Uh, More Than a Woman is okay. Love it. Do you love the song? Love More Than a Woman. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good shit. What is your favorite BG song? Uh, How Deep Is Your Love is way up there. That's really good, dude. Um, That's a really good song. That might be one of the best songs ever written, to be honest with you. It's a good song, as in like from, if you took away the, I'm a fan of the song and just did a songwriting clinic, from that direction, it's a good song. Like, it's just a good progression of chords. It's singable. I remember I saw NSYNC do it, uh, acapella one time. on like like It was like MTV. It sounded pretty goddamn good. I'm gonna give it to him. Justin can sing, dude. Turns out that kid was pretty uh, talented. That kid should do this for a living. <laughs> uh, if I can't have you is a good one too, but I don't remember it being them. They read. I looked it up. This girl named Yvonne something. Yeah. Yvonne, but they redid it. They did a version of their own. I already don't like it. It's too. Uh, it's Bee Gees. This part's way better on the original. Or wait, the cover? I guess. Let's see. Nope. Nope, not going to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. that's someone that I haven't heard sing much in their group. Who was it? I don't know, but it didn't I think sound that like was any Barry. of them. Was that Barry? Yeah, I think so. Who's the one that has the stereotypical Bee Gees voice then? Barry. That wasn't Barry then. I think it was. He was the high-pitched one. All of them sung high. But he was the main high-pitched guy. But that wasn't the, ha, ha, that wasn't that guy. We could probably go to, like, say, Wikipedia and figure it out. I'm pretty sure that's Barry. Oh, yeah, we could. I guess never mind. We could. We couldn't. I'm going to go with Robin. You think I'm that's Robin? Robin? Okay. I think that's Robin. I, to be honest with you, I did cut it short, so. But this one's way better. 
right here. This part right here alone. Much better, right? All of our young listeners are like, these motherfuckers are old. You know what's funny, dude? I could see why people would like take the long way home in the 70s. Oh, yeah, because the music's so good. Yeah, you're just like bobbing in your car, and I could look at the person next to me and be like, you know what? I don't even know what you're listening to, but I feel you, bro. I totally get that, dude. I'm the kind of guy that I'll be like a block away from my house, and a song will come on. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and drive around the block real quick and listen to the song. Hey, what's that song, A DJ Saved My Life? Last Night, A DJ Saved My Life. Okay, so Maj and I were driving down a, a street. We're going to get really local on Ashland. And a dude looked like he was sitting on something because he kept on jumping up and down. And we're like, what is, what's up with the guy in that car? We pulled up next to him and he's like doing the Vogue thing and jumping up and down <laughs> and has that song blazing out of the car. And Maj was like, what song is that? And I'm like, well, from the chorus, I have a feeling it's something about the DJ saving. <laughs> I had never heard the song, but Maj and I were like, we should videotape him. But he was Wait, in a Wait, dude world. was voguing to last night a DJ saved my life. He and wasn't voguing. Bumping, like jumping up and down in the like the passenger in the um the driver's seat. Like he came to a stop and was jamming. And I was like, that guy probably hasn't heard this song since a, a day that was really special to him or something. Because Maj was like, I want to pick up my phone right now and videotape this guy. Here's a scenario. Oh, he's gigging. What if his best friend just so happens to be a DJ and the night before they were getting ready to walk across the street, but the DJ friend saw a car coming, so he pulled his friend back, therefore saving his life. And that's why that song is so important to him. That's true. I'm saying. Oh, listen. And he's just vogue into this? Gee, he is he is in a world to the point there the car on the other side of him was looking too, and we connected eyes and smiled. Like, damn, my man's on it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but you're almost tempted to start bobbing your head a little, being like, maybe we're the crazy one. Maybe I should be voguing right now. Thank you. And the thing is, I was like, you know what? You should be okay with just being happy in your own car. Whatever's going on there. But Maj and I, to this day, Maj was like, remember that time that dude was dancing to DJ Save My Life? I was like, yeah. (laughs) I saw a video yesterday. I'm so glad that you brought this up because I was trying to figure out a way to bring this up. But you kind of just, this is like the perfect segue for it. So I watched this video last night. The caption is, this dude is living his best life, right? Okay. And it's the same scenario. It's a dude at 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 a stoplight being filmed by another driver. And my man is singing Walking in Memphis at the top of his fucking lungs, dude, and feeling every note. And this guy, like, this guy's just living his best life, man. That song right there, though, Walking in Memphis. Holy you like that song? No. <laughs> I do not like that fucking I song. I don't. And you know what? And it's sad because everyone loved it. It's a Grammy Award winner, like Song of the Year. Yeah, I'm like, I know. What? And that's why I wanted to bring it up because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what? I wonder, like, my gut tells me Steve doesn't like this song. I do not like that song. But on the other hand, you do like a lot of obscure songs sometimes that might have been like a, you know, a mystery hit or just an unexpected hit on the charts. And you, you do like those sometimes. So I'm wondering, I was like, I wonder if he digs Mark Cohn walking in Memphis. It is officially the worst song I think I've ever heard in my life. Steve. It's just so like 
very, uh, you could tell they're like a send up to, I guess, Elvis or something. Straight shooting, rolling a plane, touchdown in the land of the Delta Blues, in the middle of the pouring rain. What the fuck? He's <laughs> so weird, dude. He says, who sings it? Mark Cohn. What do you think this guy looks like? I played this game last night. Uh, I, I, who's that guy that sings, um, who's that white soul singer from <laughs> You talking about uh, Michael Bolton? No, he had like a beard. Oh, this guy's got a beard. He, he is exactly what you think he looks like. Now I'm looking at a picture from when he actually made this song. Tall guy. Uh, we'll just give him an olive complexion. It looks olive to me. But he's got curly, wavy brown hair and a beard. That's all you need to make this work. That's what I, I thought he looked like, the guy that sung uh, the, the um, Wonder Years theme song. Oh, that's Joe Cocker. Yeah, I'm like, he looks like him in my brain. Listen to this incredible adventure this guy had, okay? Man, I am tonight, because fuckers walking in Memphis. It was the part, he, he was talking about how he saw the ghost of Elvis walk right, walk right through a door. It's so weird. <laughs> I missed it just by like a measure, but fuck it, I'm not going back. It's so free, and, and I don't... It, it is the worst song I've ever heard. It was one of those songs that everyone liked that it was just, I didn't, it just didn't... There's a lot of songs that are like, I just wasn't on the same wavelength. I guess I just didn't get it. And that was one of them. I was like, I don't understand why you guys like the song so much. That's, is there any others like that? Because I was kind of wanting to go down this road because I think it's super overrated. I don't know who's listening to this goddamn song outside of the guy in the video who was loving the shit out of the song. But, uh, I mean, are there others like this? There are other bands with an over... That I didn't, I didn't understand. Like, what is the deal with? Okay, and I love. Okay, I'm about to say something. I love. Let me first give you. I love the guy himself. His politics, I love. Okay, I love his ideas. I love the way he thinks. But the Springsteen thing, Jay, I don't get it. I don't get it either. You have to be a blue collar worker that maybe lost your dad. Because he had coal in his lungs. It had to be, right? Yeah. Or mining accident. I, I don't get it, bro. Maybe your dad didn't get the medication because he lost his job at the factory when he got laid off. So he died. And that's Ooh. why you like Bruce Springsteen. I have another song that I think is... An, it was, this is an older song, and I'm not sure if you're going to get this one. Did you ever see Family Ties? Did you ever watch Family Ties back in the day? I did. You did. Before okay. a dude lost his freaking mind, yeah. Okay. So do you remember this song? It's called At This Moment. Oh, it's the live version, too. That's the one. Here we go. Michael J. Fox. What did you think? Oh, yeah. Remember this one? This song was so fucking huge when that TV show was out, and I hated that song. You didn't like that song at all? It was okay. It was overrated. But this is the part that used to get me right here. Watch. I think it's right here. I keep saying watch like you're going to see something. Yeah, he's breaking it down for the folks right here. If I 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Get it, Billy. Get it, Billy. You sexy motherfucker. She, is he the listen, original singer? Listen, listen. If I could just hold. <laughs> He's doing that. Oy. Listen to Carol in the background. Get it. So many 50-year-olds went home and fucked that I, did, I know exactly the makeup of that crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's lots of dentists. Oh, they'll be like, oh, this is soul singing. They're like, okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. All right. They were just waiting for Michael McDonald to come on. That's not a bad song. It's not a bad song. It bugged me that. What is it? It didn't bug me as, bu- as much as uh, Walking in Memphis did. I think this one was just overplayed, and that's why it got on my nerves. Because for a while, it was on. You know how like radio stations will do that? Terrestrial radio oh, will just dude. beat the dude. shit out of you with a song? That was one of those songs. Every day. What is, what is your thoughts on... Um... What song is that? Oh, 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 oh hold, um, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. From Bishop, something Bishop. I think it is this one right here. And if it is, I fucking love it. Steven. Steven Bishop. <laughs> Such a laid back. Cool you know, this song. dude's got a beard and glasses. He looks like. Oh, um, so good. Down in Jamaica. Come on, who can't like this song? <laughs> steal your money and then break your heart. Ain't that the truth? You know, I'm going to let this play till we hear the on and on. But I got to tell you, bro, I think I'm just stuck in the 70s now. So am I. She just keeps on trying. And she smiles when she feels like crying. On and on, on and on, on. That's for you, top five Farshi. That's a great song, dude. Like he was, uh, he did a. Uh, I went to a seminar and he was the person, and I was only in the seminar so that you can keep the seat for the next seminar. Yeah. So I was like, let me just sit here, and he's like, oh, here's a song I wrote, and he started playing. I was like, oh, and I was the only person to do <laughs> How loud? that. Yeah, I was like, oh, si-. and I'm like, oh, y'all ain't responding. So he starts singing it, and then afterwards he's like, I also wrote this, and he started playing Separate Lives, and I was like. Separate lives. He wrote separate lives. He wrote separate lives. Huh. Interesting. I said, Look at you, Bishop. Get down, Stevie B. I was like, Look. but I love, oh, I love that song. only because I'm like, if it comes on, it's one of those songs where there's never a like. I put that in the same uh, house as like wishing well, where there's never a bad time. It comes on and I change it. I'm like, oh, I can listen to this song. Yeah, let's do this. And then I'll think of something afterwards. But when it comes on, I'm like, I'm in. Let's do it. Listen to this whole song. Terrence fucking Trent Darby, Steve. Nice pull. Dude, he's, he's. And it's funny thing is Maj, my son is like, you know, I like Terrence Trent Darby, but I more like Sananda Maitreya. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, who he is now? Okay. Like Come on, man. You're in. <laughs> Underneath the second mountain. God damn it. He, he was the dude. He was the dude. If there was no Michael and no Prince, he's it. But there was a Michael and Prince. I kind of yeah. feel like he got cheated because there was a Michael and Prince. There was a Michael and Prince. And that's the thing. You can't be, you have to be either, you got to be something else. You can't be both of Michael and Prince. And I'm like, but he had, 
like Wishing Well and Sign Your Name. Those were two oh, fuck. monster Sign hits. That's Gee, a good song, dude. They He had monster. Even Cheryl Crow redid Sign Your Name and did a great job. Or I might be biased, but either way. Come oh, on. shit. It's like, Come what on. is this o- music video-wise? What is this oasis I just walked into? Gee. Come on. You're missing one song, though. I know he did one called Delicate. He had such a good voice, dude. He had the look. He had everything. He had everything going for him, Jay. I'll turn that down. I was looking for freaking. You never heard that song, Delicate? No. I think you have, Steve. Delicate? Yeah, it's a good song, too. It's kind of like uh, another one of those, like, oh, sh-. like how that one's it's like very, like, oh, this is like sexy and for some reason in the desert kind of sound. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Let me see. Delicate. I think it's delicate. Delicate? I believe so. Terrence. He's still good now, though. There it is. You never heard this one before? No. Like, who who is this woman walking towards me with a snake wrapped around her neck? Right? What is this? What is this magic lamp I just rubbed? Oh shit! I have heard this song. This song is sick. I didn't know it was called delicate. Oh yeah, delicate like birds. It's basically everything that's that's delicate, Steve. Like your soul, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's what he said. I wasn't. Oh, that's a good. Here's okay. Here's a question. If you're imagine back in the day. And and this is like when you're trying to woo Gail, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you playing? Which one are you playing? Which one would you choose? Sign your name, or um, no ordinary love? No ordinary love. Oh snap! Come on, man! You can't put anybody up against Sade. <laughs> oh wait a minute! Anita Baker beat Sade. Sweet love? No. Oh come on! Is that the one you're talking about? Caught up in the rapture. I heard Did that I album. My, that was like Come, the, <laughs> that was the only album that my mom would play. Thank so, you. I know that. I've oh seen my, your mom. Her oh complexion my. shows me a lot of Anita Baker. Maybe so, bro. But Lord have mercy. <laughs> Did she play that album a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was the best album. So you're saying that No Ordinary Love is inferior to Anita Baker's Sweet Love? It's inferior to Sweet Love and Rapture. You're fucking crazy, Steve. You're your mind bro you are insane right now there's only one thing that's happening in 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 uh no ordinary love that's the whole song yeah and her sexy voice yeah but it's not as good as rapture or sweet love i'm having trouble remembering rapture right now you you'll as soon as you start rapture you'll be like i remember now all right now that's a challenge that's a challenge i guarantee within four seconds all right here we go oh wrong rapture that's d smoke <laughs> Can't be playing that one. Where'd it go? Bru- oh, it's not on Apple Music. It literally says Rapture, and I'm tapping on she, it. She owns the rights somehow that she hasn't released it or something. I forgot how that works. 
now. It's one of those bullshit songs, so it automatically loses to me. No, it's a better song than Okay, that. I'm only entertaining this because now I need to know. I don't think anyone cares about Anita Baker that's listening right now. But oh, you're out of your mind. Oh, am I, I wrong? I'm not saying yes! that I'm right. I'm actually asking the listener. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Just She's more curious. famous than Sade. Mm. Dan. Uh, maybe. She, she sold Staples Center out by herself. I think that if you went up to the average person on the street and said, give me an Anita Baker song and give me a Sade song, you are going to get either No Ordinary Love or Sweetest Taboo or Smooth Operator before you There's hear. no question. That, now, that's true because, the uh, yes, they played it on Quiet Storm for ages. Caught Up in the Rapture. Is that what it's called? No. Oh, hold on. All right. I think I found it. Next, Sade. I remember they used to say Sade. Is this it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I honestly Bruh. can't tell you what's next, though. Sade cannot mess with Renita Baker. This is the only thing I'm remembering. You'll know as soon as it starts. Sade's not messing with Anita Baker, Jay. Sorry, Jay. She loses. You're out of your mind. Hey, listeners. Will you please let, uh, and I already know who Bucks is choosing. Bucks, you don't put your Bucks. Bucks. Come you want to stay friends? You want to stay friends. Bucks. I don't threaten you, John. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're my friend unconditionally. <laughs> I think there's been enough of that this year. And just because you simply don't agree with me doesn't mean that I'm not, I'm going to unfriend you, John. Dick. Listen, Dan is, please let him know, in, even if it's just a DM to You're Dan, saying that that song right there, Caught Up in the Rapture. Is better than, yes. Than any Sade song? Not better than any Sade song, but there is not a Sade song that, that Anita Baker can't beat with one of her songs. Then it's better than any Sade song is what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm saying there's no Anita Baker song. Like, say you you pick one that beats Rapture. Right. I can pe pick one that beats that one, no problem. There's nothing that Sade puts up that Anita Baker can't beat. Nothing. It's just like, in my opinion, I like, mind you, Michael is massive to me. I think he's the greatest performer ever. But I don't think there's a, a song. I, I, I think you're wrong about this. Uh, we're gonna have to ask the listeners. You're telling are me. We gonna are we gonna? You're have telling to do me a right now that. Hold on, let me find it real quick. I thought I had we're gonna have to do a versus one of these on our Patreon. We have to do a versus. You're telling me that? <laughs> okay, I'll say "Sweet Love" may compare, but whatever. "Caught Up in the Rapture" is better than this right here. Live version, huh? No, that's rain. Oh, rain. Come on, Steve. You're living in oh, a dream dude. world. Sweet love beats that. Now, Sweet we're gonna love do a beats this? Yeah, easily. Easily. I, I, I'm going to have to strongly disagree with you, sir. I'm My nipples are hard listening to this song right now. I love Sade. I love Sade. And her voice. Amazing. I'm going to say her voice is better, Steve. You have lost your Maybe. Mind. Maybe I'm speaking for. Hold on. Listen, though. Get out. I love her. I Get love away, her. Anita. I love, I love her. But she's not being Anita Baker. Yes, I'm going to keep on loving you, Sade, because that's is how amazing. it is. Now, before, before we get, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. Song for song, is there an argument to be made 
that Prince can beat any Michael Jackson song you put against him with a, with one of his songs. Any song? Any song. <laughs> That's why I was like, ooh, because I forgot Off the Wall. Mm. What does Prince put? What beats um, uh, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough? What, what does Prince put up against that? Uh, <laughs> That's tough, dude. Well, the thing is, is that, and it can't, it has to be like a hit is what you're saying, right? I just totally hit my tooth on the microphone. It has to be one that's like, oh, but between uh, music lovers like you and I, it doesn't have to be a hit. What song do you put up against it? I don't even know. Um, (laughs) That's tough, Doug. And we know a lot of Prince. What song again? Uh, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. How about, oof, Little Red Corvette. That's, you have to burn one of his hits, don't you? I think you got to burn a hit. It's a you hit for a hit. You got to burn a hit. It's a hit for a hit. So then that means that leaves nothing for if someone plays in the next round, uh, rock with you. Are you going to burn another hit? We haven't even gotten to Michael's like, <laughs> you'd have to burn another hit for that. Let's do this. What Prince song beats human nature? Oof. Let me flip it back over to you. Oof. I think that we might have Oof. a Prince song that could beat, like, say, Baby Be Mine. Yeah, but dude. But I don't know nature? if a, I don't know if a Prince song, I think the, the equivalent to say like uh wanna be starting something would be Baby I'm a star. Rhythmically, maybe. But as far as like Pound for pound, just a song, Gee, a hit, a hit song. That's tough. I'm gonna have to. I had it. You said, "Baby, I'm a star," and it's just, uh, uh, God damn it. Okay, let's go crazy. Oh, you'd have to burn it. Yep, you'd have to. I burn think you it. have to burn. Let's go crazy. And we haven't even gotten to Michael's stupid hits. Nor have we with Prince, though. That's true. Well, no, no, uh, that's not true. Uh, let's just go given crazy. Two, is huge. And so is Little Red Corvette. Sorry. Oh wait, I, I take back let's, my 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 former Let's statement. stop that. I don't know what it, are you, can you put when doves cry against uh, human nature? <laughs> it's tough. It's apples and oranges though. I know. I know. Okay. Ooh. All right, here we go. Okay. What is your favorite Michael ballad? Ooh. Um, probably. I mean, there's only one that sticks in my mind. I think it's the same one you probably are thinking of. What? She's out of my life. I was going with Lady in My Life. Oh, yeah. Lady in My Life beats it. Yep. Yeah. Lady in My Life. It beats it. Yeah. So oh, that's a good song, G. It's a very good song. Now, oh, I forgot all about that song. Okay. And it's a, it's a beast, right? It's a beast. Okay. Now, is it a beast against Purple Ring? Oh! Because if you ask any, like... I don't want to say layman, just an average listener of music. If you put on the first opening, like the opening notes of Baby Be Mine, no, sorry, Lady in My Life, and the opening notes of Purple Rain, you know oh, nine dude. times out of ten they're going to go with Purple Rain. Absolutely. But is it a better song? Because think his chorus in that song is that some romantic is shit, dude. Romantic is, like that's a, people do not sing that at weddings enough. Like, even back then, I'm like, Michael, who's he talking to with these songs? But that one, I was convinced. That is a really, really good song. Oh, I would have.
have to say Purple Rain's a better song. Little reference though, just for the people out there that ain't so into Michael. Okay, wait a minute, I'm changing my mind. Listen to this <laughs> shit, dude. I'm not playing, I didn't come to play today. I'm changing my mind. You challenge me, sir. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a game. Listen oh to this. Oh my god, dude. There'll be no darkness tonight. Oh my god. I don't know, man. Oh, you ain't messing with Michael. <laughs> I, I think Prince might need to go home. <laughs> I know that's a very big statement. And even at this part, it's argue it's like it's arguable. Well, you know, I like this. I like the core, the uh, the first verse, Purple Rain. But then you go, you do this. They're like, oh, hold up a second. Is this the chorus? Right? No, no, it's not even the chorus. Go, Steve. Right. Listen, girl, change your panties. Oh, it's over. What are we talking about? I'm doing the whole chorus, Steve. I can make you feel right. One more time, Michael. I don't even care what you say, Kevin McKnight. And right there, I said, you know what, Michael? I'm a guy. I'll be your goddamn lady tonight because that's a song. That song, bro. That's a song. Oh, man. Okay. I, I Okay. It beats Purple Rain. Yes. It will beat Purple Rain. Are we missing? Because Prince is the ballad king. Well, name some. I, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is, he the, is he or is he like the, the, the ballad duke? Uh, Maybe he's okay. the Duke of Ballads. Okay, well, the thing is, we've only got, like, Michael has, but the, here's the thing. Maybe that's if, why he named himself Prince, because oh, he's only snap. the Prince of Ballads. He, you know what's funny, dude, that you say that? You might be right. Uh, hold on. Um, you might be right, I, dude. Come on now. Oh, come wait me. a minute. Come wait a me. minute. Okay. I found it. Is this a I, hit, or is this a... It's a hit, and I think this song... Makes me feel something more than Lady of My Life. I think I know what you're going with. What am I going with? Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, I just the name just escaped me. Hold on, I'm not playing with you. It's not the um, most beautiful girl in the world, is it? Nope. Okay, then I don't know what you're going with. Oh, there's two. There's two that beat it. Hmm. Number one, when he says it's been seven hours and fourteen days. Whoo! Hmm. Since you took my love away. The Prince version? It's over. It's over. Huh? The Prince version or the Sinead version? The Prince version. That is a heartbreaking song. Does it beat Lady in My Life? Yes. So does Diamonds and Pearls. Mm. I will give you Diamonds and Pearls. I'll give you the first one, but no Diamonds and Pearls is beating Lady in My Life. I'm sorry. You're you're living in a dream world, Steve. Dan, I'm telling you, it it would beat it. Okay. You also said Anita Baker's better than Sade, but... uh, it is what it uh, is. Um, is that it? Is that the only one? Those are the only ones you can put up against it. And I don't think the they're strong only... enough. Oh, wait. You, yeah, you have to give nothing compares to you. It beats it. It's a great song. I don't know if it beats it. It might stand up to it. You that, know what I mean? That puts it as a beating because we're talking about the best ever. And if it stands up to it, that's a beating. I'm going to give it the end of Rocky 1 scenario. I think it's going to give it a very good fight. It's going to bruise the song a little bit. But in the end, the ultimate decision will be Lady in My Life. I'm giving it the Drago, if he dies, he dies. 
That's what he did to Lady of My Life. That's very aggressive. And then after that, now that I'm thinking about it, I think depending on what, how you play it, Prince can beat Michael. Musically, he could beat Michael. I'm saying song-wise. If you and I were talking and you'd say, like, the only thing he has nothing for is beat it, Billie Jean, um, rock with you. These are things he has nothing for. Only Man because, in the Mirror. Oh, that's a cakewalk to beat. Yeah, I guess so. I was just that's trying to think of. Cakewalk. I was thinking of other songs that are a little like more ballad like. There's yeah, nothing right. on bad Prince can't beat. Nothing. Everything is beatable. The only thing he's gonna have a problem with, and we can't even bring in the Jackson Five because Prince would have a tough one. There's a few songs on. He doesn't have an "I'll Be There." That's true. That's a tough. That's a tough one to beat. He doesn't have a bump. Bo da 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 da. You don't have where you like. No matter who you are, you're dancing in the car <laughs> as soon as it comes that's on. True. You're like, yeah, that's you know, a hard as one. big as as Prince is, it's definitely more niche than Michael. Exactly. You don't have that, but I think when you get into, if we're like, all right, we're gonna take, we're gonna take off the wall, uh, and be and uh, Thriller. Oh, Prince has enough to beat both of those. Okay, last question. Okay. Who's got the better voice? Are we talking about... Pound uh, for native- pound. Don't give me a decade. Don't give me an era. <laughs> Who has the better voice? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say at their peak vocals that I have to, I have to use. Peak vocals, yeah, peak. it's easily Michael. Uh, my uh, t- 14-year-old Michael could outsing most human beings, though. It's not fair. 14-year-old Michael, if he would have been like, hey, sing Purple Rain, he would have outsung anyone singing them because he could just sit. Anyone who listens to um, uh, 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 who's, <laughs> everyone, uh, whoever listens to Who's Loving You, then they're like, oh, this kid can outsing anybody. So at, Michael had the peak, I mean, Michael had the peak voice. Now, over to, overall, it's, it's Prince. Because Prince could still sing as high as he could. Right. I was going to say, Michael will never do this. Jesus, dude. Come on, bro. Come on now. Gee, come on, That's man. a death match right there, dude. That is a... That is so crazy that he was able to... And he could just do that in concert. He could just do that. Now, I will also say... Uh, there's some things... I think we could bring up some Prince songs that I don't think Michael could go up against. I don't think Michael has a baby. I'm a star. That idea, that theme, uh, that baby, I'm a star. Yeah, how you can't come, how you can't come at me. Yes, I'm a star. Take a picture, sweetie. I ain't got time to wait. (laughs) Come on, bitch. There was never that type of, um, I guess, confidence would be a good word. That's exactly or or masculinity, like bravado kind of thing. There was never that. Exactly. That's what the Prince had that thing. Whereas Michael, the Gugats, if you will, he had that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that simply put, Prince had the Gugats. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Am I lying? That's what it is. That is so funny, G. Uh, You know what? You know what would be fun if we brought, um, like, if we brought a, a listener on who is a fan of one group and you, Dan, are a fan of another group and y'all just went head to head. Oh, I'm all for it. Who, who's next? Like, who's coming on? 
I think it should be because Shannon likes The Cure, right? Yes. You like Duran Duran. Yes. I think you guys should go head up, song for song. I'm not sure where she stands on that. She might actually like Duran Duran more than The Cure. I could be wrong. I would see. I don't. I. I'm not sure. I. I think. Uh, maybe. I think song for song. I don't think there's many people that Duran Duran couldn't beat. Technically, as a group, I don't know. I think they could beat um, Culture Club song for song. Oh, for sure. And when you say yeah. technically, I literally mean technically. They were just better musicians. They were better, and they um, and dude, uh, they understood what a hit is comprised of, and a hit that musicians can listen to and be like, do you hear what that bass is doing? Even though you guys aren't paying attention, do you hear what that guy is doing there? And they utilize like modulations and, and shit like that. It was the same thing with like Toto, where they were all amazing musicians that made massive hits. But I think that someone listening uh, has listened to our music, let's talk about music enough. If you are a listener and you have a band that we kind of derided and you would like to put them up against whichever one of us said something, let me know. Because I'm pretty sure I could back up what I'm talking about. And this is how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. Because it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. You thought you were going to get away from it, but that's not the case. You're not getting away from it. Hello there. My name is Dan, and welcome to Heroes of Noise. We're about ready to say see you later. But before we do, I thought we'd give you a little contact information, all right? If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, hit us up at Heroes of Noise. Reach me at Dan Q Public. Reach Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. Reach the show. The show of shows. I'm going to turn it down. I still can't hear myself. Reach the show, ladies and gentlemen, at www.heroesofnoise.com. It is the one-stop shop, voicemails, subscriptions to other shows, merchandise, past podcasts, all of that. It's all there for you. That's how you're going to do it. I'm going to shorten this one up because guess what? It's almost time for us to go. So back to Steve Hudson. Okay, Skype is acting up as normal, but I have some news for you, Dan. What's up? Someone's single is dropping on December the 10th. Some A new single? My single. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Did you just tell me that your single is going to be dropping on December 10th? On December 10th. Good for you, man. I'm happy about I, this. I appreciate and this. A lot of it has to go to, of course, Daniel Dominguez, who does not let things fester. He's like, oh, no, you need to go on it. We're dropping it. So tell the, tell the listeners. You realize that this would not happen without Daniel. Oh, no question. I really feel that way, Steve. I don't think you would. I think you would have sat on this for another two years if it wasn't for Daniel. Yes. Yes. And he is not one to let. He is like texting every day. Be like, hey, where's the mix? Where's the mix? We need to release. We need to do this thing. We need to have it ready. And I'm just like, okay. And he's like releasing on December 10th. Album artwork all done. We're going to release it on the show earlier than that and all. But I just want to let y'all know it's coming, homie. Coming. Okay, stop. Single or album on December 10th? Single December 10th album a few weeks after that. Jesus Christ, Steve. This is exciting stuff, man. We've it's been crazy. talking about this since we've known each other. Seriously. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. It is insane. So when do you think the listeners will be able to hear something? Um, You know what? It's, I think like ASAP. Like if, if Daniel's okay, because I'm sure Daniel's okay with his master. Uh-huh. He's already mastered it. And so it was like, okay, well, we, we'll put it on the show and I'll have uh, Daniel come in and you know, woof up his work on it and all that stuff. He did, dude, let me tell you something. The dude is magic. Daniel is freaking magic. He made it sound, I was like, I like it the way it is. And he sent me a match. I was like, okay, I was wrong. I like it the way it is now. Jeez, man, I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. Yeah, man. Um, uh, but yeah, he, oh, and also, 
he wants to give you props on all your voices because he's been trying to do voices and he said it's not working. Well, thank you, Daniel. Maybe uh, tell you what, I'll share you some. I'll share a little voice knowledge with you. Maybe you teach me a little bit of that production stuff. Maybe we create an album of, uh, I don't know what. I'm just kidding. But I just want to learn how to do that stuff. So, Daniel, I'm asking yet again, teach me how to do this. He's waiting for you to call him. Okay. But I did not say that on my, I'm then, not going to say that on then, He's like, <laughs> when is he, he said he wanted to, what is he calling me? Well, I mean, how do you do that exactly? Just, just since we're having this conversation on the show, what am I supposed to say? Like, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to be like, hey, you ready to teach me? Yeah, that's what you say to Daniel. Okay, then that's what I'll say. To <laughs> You're like, hey, when do you want to hook up? And Daniel's gonna be like, oh, let's do it this day. I'll I'm putting this like- out to the all seven listeners that we have right now, and Daniel being one of them. Daniel, I'm ready to learn production. This is my dream. Would you please teach me, sir? Would you and please? In you, front of you, all of these people. Okay, maybe it's not seven. Maybe it's more like six. But still, <laughs> would you teach me, sir? And, and your learning curve will be so much less than most people. Your learning curve, like in a in a few hours, you're gonna be like, oh, and you're done because you're everything else will start connecting. You'll be like, oh, it's like I'm doing this thing. Right. Done. Cool. Well, you know me, dude, and I don't like compliments, right? And I never ever like boast about anything for me. But I I could be completely wrong about this, and I'm sure I'll find out very quickly if that's the case. But I I do agree with you. I think that this is just sort of in me. And yeah. I've just never been shown how to utilize these tools. So I'm, dude, I'm so excited. Dude, he is going to like, you're going to be like, oh, everything. There's going to be a connect that happens where you're like, these two facets of my brain are really good doing things separately. And that connection is going to happen. We're like, oh, I'm just connecting those two. Okay, cool. Now I get the whole thing. You're going to get the whole thing. And my only thing is, once you know how to do it, is you're going to be like, I need to put it to work now. Yeah, I, I can't just like you doing the show is gonna be like, okay, that's fun, but I'm not using anything I just learned like two days ago. I kind of need to do something with yeah. this. Oh, thing. by the way, Daniel, it also means uh, incorporating me and like including me in all of your friends and getting me <laughs> teaching me teaching me how to like Gee, you know now all the, the terminology and, and, yeah. and giving me connections and yeah. uh, making me look better than I really am in front of all these people. So it's just that small favor that I'm asking. Dude, he is considering where what's happening right now. Now is a great time for all this to be happening because look, man, you got it. I, you already know you got it. And you're just, it's just the connection that you need to make. Cause I think you could do it now, but I think it's easier for you to believe you could do it now. If someone else walks you through it. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, the next voice you're going to be hearing. Hey, again, seriously, if you think, you could go head up with Dan or I on your love for whatever group. You know what? I'm decided. The Cure doesn't have a chance, so never mind The Cure. <laughs> Someone that actually has a tangible chance at one of our behemoth of artists, let us know. Come on. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen, especially with Dan and, and his. <laughs> he knows a lot of music. And so if you, can, if you think you could go up against him, let us know. Talk I'm, prepared. To I'm prepared to do this, Steve. Sorry. Talk to you later, sir. But I'm prepared to do this as well. And this goes for either of us. I'm going to volunteer Steve for this. I am willing to like, let's say a listener says, have you heard this album before? I want to talk about this band or this album. No, okay. I haven't. Send it to me. I will listen to it thoroughly over the course of a week. You will. And then he get will. back to you and we can talk some science. I'm serious. He freaking will. And, and also give love to, I want to hear what you guys are, what y'all's thoughts on Anita Baker versus Sade are. Let us know and we will talk to you later. I love you guys. Peace.
Sounds like a plan, Steve. I will talk to you soon. Uh, guess what? Next week, Thanksgiving, but we'll be around. I'm not sure when we're recording next week, but we'll figure it out. We will have a show. Thanks for your patience. I know we uh, skipped one last week, but it just needed to be done. So other than that, folks, I'm going to go ahead and turn you loose to enjoy your day. Go about causing trouble, gallivanting, whatever the hell you want to do. It's all up to you. It's your world. My name is Dan Ramirez. That is Steve Hudson. We are the Heroes of Noise. Thank you for listening to episode 136. We will see you shortly. Have a happy, safe, and preferably quiet and uh, uh, very isolated Thanksgiving. But that's just my opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 